This is a sermon given at St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas. Visit our website at stdave.org. Good morning. Good morning. So one of the many things that I love about what I do is that it allows me to just be present with those whom I minister to, to just sit with and just be, to walk alongside. We call this the ministry of presence. A lot of what we do as clergy is just that, to walk alongside those whom we minister to, whether it's in times of joy and even in times of grief or pain. And so in reading today's gospel message, I could not help but reflect on the meaning of certain particular words. Words like advocate and love and abide. In many ways, these are perfect descriptors of what we do day in and out. And quite frankly, it's what we're all called to do. I also could not help but notice that today's passage is from Jesus's farewell discourse, and it begins and ends with love. So we've been hearing a lot from this farewell discourse these last few weeks as we prepare to uh, see Jesus ascend into heaven. And so earlier in John's gospel, so earlier in the night, Jesus had given his followers a new commandment to love one another as Jesus himself has loved them. You see, God's love is manifested in the person of Jesus Christ. And the proper way to respond to this love is to keep the Lord's commandment. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, Jesus says. Everything depends and is defined by this love. Bottom line, Love is the commandment, love is the way. To enable the disciples and us to carry out this command to love, Jesus uses this word advocate. Advocate comes from the Greek word parakletos. And it can also be translated as one who is called alongside. Interestingly, if you were paying attention, Jesus asked the Father to send them another advocate. So here in this farewell discourse, which is one of my favorite pieces from John's Gospel, when the hour has come for him to return to the Father, Jesus is looking back on his own ministry. And when he does, he tells his disciples that he has always been their paraclete, their advocate. And he says, I am sending you another, another advocate, so that I will always be with you. I will never leave you orphaned. I will not leave you alone. You see, friends, throughout Jesus' ministry, Jesus has been the advocate for his disciples. He's been their guide, their counselor, intercessor, teacher, sustainer, and their comforter. And now as Jesus goes to the cross and will ascend to glory, he will not leave his disciples alone as orphans to face rejection, persecution, and even death. 
and he will pray to the Father to send them another advocate to be with them forever. And so Jesus goes on to describe this advocate as the spirit of truth. And as I mentioned in just a few days, this Thursday to be exact, we will celebrate Christ's ascension. And then about a week and a half after that, the day of Pentecost. And when the disciples can no longer see Christ's physical form or see his human face, he will nonetheless continue to be with them, to walk alongside them everywhere and all times. Because this advocate, this spirit of truth dwells and abides in everyone who loves Jesus and keeps his commandment to love. And that's not it. Because this advocate, this spirit of truth, is more than just Jesus' replacement. This advocate will continue to help us and prepare us for God's continued revelation throughout our lives and into the future. We will always be connected to God, just like both Jesus and the Spirit are connected to God. And the work that Christ has begun through God, through through God will continue through them and through us. Which ultimately means we all have a lot of work to do. You see, Christ has shown us the way, this way of love. Christ has been our advocate and now sends another one to continue to show us the way. And now we are also called to advocate for others. For the Spirit, Christ, God, dwells in each and every one of us. The Spirit will carry on the work of Christ and make him personally present to us in this broken world. So just as Christ has not left his people as orphans, we also are not to leave others orphaned. We are called to walk alongside others. Through the Spirit's presence and power, the early church grew exponentially, even in the face of intense persecution. This effect of this mighty movement of the Spirit is seen throughout the book of Acts, and as more and, people, more and more people are being swept up into this kingdom of God. The life of discipleship is possible only through the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, Discipleship, the Christian life, does not work on any other basis. And for us, it takes intentional daily effort to allow this spirit of truth to fill us. However, by consciously yielding ourselves to God's presence in our lives and allowing the spirit to guide us, we also may walk as Jesus walked, to do the work he has called us to do and experience transformation to be just like him. And the only way we can really understand this idea of the spirit and how it carries on within us is to try and ground this idea in our own relationship and experiences. And so how can we be advocates to others, stand with others so that they are not alone? I personally believe that when Jesus said, I am sending another advocate, reflecting on what his ministry was about and what it meant for him, he also wanted his disciples to see that invitation to 
walk with me in each other. That by showing them what it means to love, and through his example the night before his death, you know, the washing of the feet that night, and the sharing of bread together, that they would then come to see each other and say to one another, Peter, you're my advocate, and Thomas, you're my advocate, and John, you're my advocate. And that we, in turn, would also say to each other, Chuck, I'm here to walk alongside of you. And Kathy, I'm here to walk alongside you and Claire. And each and every one of you, we are called to walk along each other. For I am yours, and you are mine, and we're in this all together. How amazing is it that this community of St. David's does just that? I'm the biggest cheerleader. <laughs> I'm so very proud and thankful to be part of a church that does exactly that, that's willing to walk alongside others. A church that walks and partners with the church in Malawi to do amazing and much needed work in a part of the world that so desperately needs help that I'm part of the church that understands how important it is to stand with those who are being marginalized and sees the importance of community engagement and advocacy work. A church that shows up at the Capitol to stand with others even if it means that what is happening doesn't directly affect them. That I'm part of a church that walks alongside our unhoused neighbors that I'm part of a church that is multifaceted and different, and it doesn't mean that we will always agree on everything. Quite the contrary. Because at the end of the day, we are all individuals, created differently with our own thoughts and politics, and yes, even our own prejudices. But even in the midst of all these differences, we choose compassion, we choose love, and we choose empathy on a daily basis. We choose this way of love that Jesus commands us to do. We choose the hard path of love, because trust me, it's not always easy. And we choose to walk alongside each other. And so the invitation today is to walk alongside each other, to advocate for, to advocate for each other, to partner, seeking to understand when we can, and to continue to build this kingdom of God that was started so many thousands of years ago, to love and to abide in each other so that the spirit may continue to dwell among us. My hope is that same love should show up even in the mundane parts of our lives, in the ways that we choose to care for our spouses, our children, our partners, in the feeding of our families and caring for them, in the way we love our friends and celebrate the joys in their lives and walk with them in their grief. In all these places and situations, Jesus's commandment to love one another will be fulfilled and the Spirit dwells among and within us and God's abiding love will live on. So come and walk alongside me. 
because walking along each other's side is what abiding love should feel like. And at the end of the day, it's the embodiment of the command to love. Amen. You can find more lectures and sermons on iTunes by searching for St. David's Episcopal Church in Austin, Texas, or visit our website at stdave.org and click on the podcast button.